welcome everyone to episode number 11 of Game Talk. I'm Ed, and along with me is Cody. Hello, hey, Cody. everyone. How's it going? <laughs> hey. Uh, and today we have an interesting uh, show. We're going to talk about how video games are being released and they are basically unfinished when they're being released or have a bunch of bugs. Right. Uh, how GameStop has a new format to try to uh, stay afloat in today's uh, gaming world. We're going to discuss how Cody and I went back to Destiny 1 and how we suck horribly. And I'm excited for the Lion King Youngblood being released, and we want to talk about that. Yep. And a new hero for Overwatch. Sigma. So we're going yes, Sigma. So let's get started. Cody, tell us about how crappy video games, for the most part, um, are being released, and they have bugs, and they are unfinished. It's is this somewhat becoming a trend? What what's going on here? Well, first of all, I don't really know where to start, so I'm just gonna dive right on into this and get right to the meaty stuff here. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. <laughs> all right. So we're all gamers here. We all love video games, um, and especially from big developers and AAA games such as Treyarch, Activision, Bungie, Dice. Um, you know, just just to give off a few names. What I really want to talk about is how these AAA developing games or developers or uh, studios are releasing these, these AAA games and they're horrible at launch. And I also want to talk about a little bit on how it's kind of become an expectation of communities of different games such as um, Anthem, uh, you know, fucking... <laughs> Uh, well, the division when it came out right. really had a lot of bugs. Yeah, right, the division. Um, I, I'm having a little bit of a brain fart. No right Man's now. Sky when it came out, even though that's not a AAA, that was an in, from an indie studio. But No Man's Sky was a shitstorm. Yeah, yeah. When it first came out. But just to give a few examples of, of big games that came out and the expectations that people, not people, but but gamers. Um, have kind of come to, I guess, accept, which is, is wrong, is that it'll get fixed over time, okay? That's a, that's a big issue for me, and that's a big issue for a lot of people. Um, I, think, I think that's a big issue for you too, Ed. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I remember when I was, uh, I was much younger, and when you bought a game, I mean, that was it. It was a finished product. It was a finished product. You, yeah, you didn't have these glaring bugs that were just awful breaking the game and some of these bugs i want to talk about um uh for, for those who listened last week i wasn't on the show um I, I had some medical issues going on but i wanted to talk about this last week so this is a little bit older news um but this is what i really wanted to talk about was the the battlefield five horrible horrible bugs um you know i was watching this youtube video of you know this guy goes down right and he's calling for, for help for, for someone on his team to come and revive him and, and save him. And the medic comes over and, and he, you know, injects him with the, with the little shot or whatever. Needle, the a needle. little shot to <laughs> revive him, yeah. Right. <laughs> and he gets revived, but he's half, when he gets revived, half of his body goes underneath the map where the other half is on the top. And he can't move. And he has to force himself to, to respawn because he can't move. Um, just just a bunch of, of, of glitches like this uh, are, are happening. Um, you know, and this game been out for a very long time. A very, now. very long time. And like when the game first launched, I mean, there, there was a, a horrid, horrid amount of bugs and issues with that game in particular. Uh, to the point where I'm a huge Battlefield player and Battlefield fan. You know, I, I didn't play it, and even to this day, I don't play the game um, just because of that. But Because of that, yeah. But here, here's the issue, is these AAA games are releasing in these states, and, 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 and it's unacceptable. When you get a game and you pay $62 after tax or whatever it is, you expect to have that game finished and ready to play on that day it comes out. If it needs to be pushed back, it needs to be pushed back, whatever. 
Um, I know way back in the day, I was like, you know, I don't care. I don't care. I, I just want to play the game uh, when I was younger, you know. But we didn't have these problems way back then, um, such as the very first Halos, uh, the very first Gears of War, the very first Call of Duties, you know. They didn't come with these really horrible, glaring bugs where people would spawn in and just, boom, die. You know, you'd spawn in and just die, killed by the architect or the architects, you know. Um, and and that, that's, that's super, super annoying. And the expectation of people and gamers is that the developers will fix it over time. That's not good enough for me, okay? That is super, super unprofessional, super, super annoying, and it, and it really pisses me off, honestly. Uh, Anthem, a prime example. You'd be flying from one objective to the other objective after the god-awful load times that we've talked about a million times and a half. And the next thing you know, you get <laughs> shot out of the sky. And you're like, what the hell killed me? There's nobody there. And then once you hit the ground and you're, and you're dead for a few seconds, poof, a whole bunch of ads just spawn in right there. And you're like, where the fuck were these guys? They weren't there when I was flying over there or flying overhead, you know. And then they just, they just spawn there and instantly, like, put me down, you know. So there's no excuse for a AAA game to come out and release games. And the expectation is that they'll fix it over time. No. You're going... I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you need to release a game fully finished, okay? And it's been like this for for years, man. I mean, for, for years, as, I, as, as long as I can really remember, um, where you, you get a game and it's just, it's either developers lying to you, developers saying, okay, yeah, this will come later, when they said earlier, yeah, this is everything that will come. You finally get the game, you load in, and you have horrible bugs to the point where it's, 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 not, it's not playable. It's unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I don't like that. I I, I really don't right. like that. The the only the only um uh, I wouldn't say developer, but company that really has a good standard is Nintendo because when right. you buy a Nintendo game, and that's why they normally don't drop in price. Like you don't see a lot of Nintendo games go on sale because when you buy a Nintendo. For that sixty, a Nintendo game for that sixty dollars, you know you're getting a quality product. Right. The Nintendo games that I have played, I have put them on my Switch, and no problem whatsoever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, now granted, that's just my experience, but I know Nintendo overall has a high quality standard compared to obviously some other studios. Um. And like you say, every time you you buy a game, there's usually first of all you hit with a day one patch. Yeah. What the fuck is a one day patch? Don't, what the fuck? You know, you're supposed to uh, have everything said and done in the game. So when I have to spend thirty minutes downloading the game, I don't have to spend another thirty to an hour downloading a fifty gigabyte patch right. for your damn game because. When you release it, the, the what's in the my disc, it's not even the final product. I have to download something, right? Yep. And then even when I download that, there's still some issues, right? Right. And I think it has to deal in part with, you know, hey, let's get this product out because we have to meet this quarterly uh, numbers, right? And we're going to sell this product and, and then we'll fix it over time. And then us gamers were like, hey, this game is released. I'm going to get it. And then we buy it and it comes out like Fallout 76, which was hard garbage. Oh or God. No Man's Sky when it came out in 2016, which was complete garbage. Or Anthem, which, you know, had download issues, like you said. And, and, and just no there was just a shitstorm. Oh, yeah. You know, bugs everywhere where people couldn't fucking progress and have to start all over again yeah. like it happened to you. Yeah, and Anthem. You yeah. know, that's that's unacceptable. You're paying $60, you know, for for a product. It's Imagine if you go to the movies, right? And you pay, you know, movies are expensive as well. A ticket will cost you easily $15 yeah. or higher depending where you live. And imagine if you go to the movie theater, sit down, and then, you know, you're five minutes into the movie, and I don't know, 
uh, there's a fucking a scene that just automatic just you can't see because it's all blurry and not finished yep. and it cuts out yep. and then 30 minutes later everything is fine you know you watch for the next 30 minutes everything's fine then for uh, you know another minute now you're gonna get another fuzzy scene when you don't know what the fuck is going on or the audio is all shit Right. You know, imagine if that happened to you when you went to the movies. You will be asking for a refund, right? Yeah. Because you you it it hindered your experience. You you pay $15 to go watch this movie and, you know, tw- you miss, you know, 10 15 minutes of the movie because of audio issues or the video or, or uh, the visual, you know, yeah. uh, was just blurry. You know, you'll be upset. Yeah, you missed out so, on it. it. Now, you missed out on now, it. Now, here here's a prime example. A game that came out a few months ago, Imperator Rome. Okay, Ed, you know how excited I was for that. I, I mean, that's all I talked oh, yeah, about. Yeah, you were. That's all, that's I all did. you talked about. I mean, every I watched day. YouTube videos on it. I studied the game. I was ready for that game. You know, months before, maybe not months, but at least one month before the release. I was excited for it. I was hyped. I was hyping up all my friends. I was like, if you guys like a grand strategy game. You have to you have to give this a try. You have to give it a shot. Um, and when and when the game launched, there's there's so many problems with it. First of all, uh, the stutter bug, where you know when the game's running or whatnot, and you move your key around to go to you know a different part of the map or whatever, it would it would lag and it would stutter, and your your units would stutter. And and the most important part of that game is the combat. And then when you're in combat and you're you're watching the combat and you pull up the little combat menu to see what type of tradition that they're using in that combat to counter your type of infantry or, or, or cavalry that you have it is glitching out and it's giving you the wrong information or, or whatever. So you get your ass kicked and you lose freaking you know, 17,000 men. <laughs> you go back a little ways, you, you recover and then you're like, okay, well, this guy was using, you know, this this bottleneck technique. I'm going to use, you know, this 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 bear technique, which is designed theoretically to overpower the bottleneck te- technique. But in reality, they were using a whole different technique because the bug was telling you, you know, wrong. So then you come back in with another twenty thousand men, and you get annihilated again. And you're like, what the hell? So it, it, it's things like that. You know, and, and and when when there's these really mind glaring bugs that are happening in this game or, or any game in general, mm-hmm. it really turns off the audience. Just like you were talking about with the movies, you know, you're really excited for this movie or, or you're, you're really into this movie and then all of a sudden it cuts off or you get a fuzzy screen or whatnot and you miss the critical part of information, it turns you off of that movie. You, you no longer want to watch it. You, you, you missed it, you know. Um, well, same thing with these bugs, you know, when you, when you spawn in and as soon as you spawn in, you just die or you get revived and you're halfway in the map or you're fighting a, or you're flying, a, a an airplane in battlefield five. And next thing you know, you just blow up in the sky out of nowhere. No one shot you. Nothing hits you. The game just glitched. Okay. And like I was talking about earlier, people have gamers have, have come to, uh, They've, they've become more okay with, okay, well, it'll be fixed over time. And, and I really, really hate that. When I watch YouTube videos and I watch YouTubers talk about, well, you know, just give it a few months or, you know, give it a half half a year and, and come back to this game and it'll be better. No. Okay, I paid, I already gave you my money. You already took my money. And now you're making me right. wait longer or to suffer playing through this game. That That's not okay. And that is very, very frustrating, especially when you're playing like a competitive game such as Battlefield. And you just, boom, you just die. You know, you could die in a very critical, um, a critical part of, of that game. You know, Destiny, even Destiny 2, kind of has some of these bugs as well. We'd be doing a raid, and if you jump and you hit a certain part of the map just wrong, or if you get booped, um, and you like kind of fall on like a corner of the map or whatnot, you'll get killed by the architects. And that is super, super annoying, because now, like, I'm going to use Destiny as an example, when you're in a raid and that happens, now you're a man down. Now you're losing out on damage. You're losing out on killing potential. And instantly, your team starts feeling that pressure. Now, another person dies because of that pressure. It gets even harder, right? And that's what's wrong with these bugs. Um, Battlefield, not so much to the pressure-wise because it's such a huge grand scale of, like, I think, like 64 players in one map. 
to where if you die or whatnot and you guys are pushing on objective a or b or you know you're planting the bomb or whatever and you die okay it might hurt a little bit especially if there's only a few of you but there's a there's a whole lobby of you guys pushing on that objective so it's it's not bad but it's frustrating when you fall through the map or you just get killed by the map itself you know it's it's just it's just not okay and i and i think it's very very unethical and unprofessional of these uh AAA uh developers and games releasing games in this type of of state that it's in it it's not okay and it something needs to be done about it i mean i'm going to go back to battlefield battlefield 5 when it was announced last year um uh, and, and the game actually dropped. There was only four story campaigns and like five or six multiplayer maps. So right there, that's a very small pool. Okay, it's a very small pool of maps that you can play and draw from. Well, okay, I kind of get it. You know, it just came out, whatever. But a lot of the major key features, such as uh, the Firestorm, which was the battle royale, um, other story multiplayer maps, um, and, and and weapons and and different. Uh, what they call tides of war, which is historically what happened when the war broke out, um, is how the game would would keep it fresh and up to date. Okay, that's a cool mechanic, but you can't drop a game and have I would say seventy percent of your game not even playable yet. Like like you there there was a screen that says coming, you know, so on so on in in twenty nineteen whatever day that was, uh, and it, that that's just. I just can't stress it enough, and I can't say it enough. It, it's not okay. Uh, it is very, very frustrating, and the expectation is that, oh, well, it'll get fixed. I I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's very, very annoying. Like, when we go back in time, like I was talking about a little bit later, or earlier, um, you know, when, when the first few Halos came out, did, did you experience any bugs? No. You're excited for it. When you bought that game, you went down to GameStop and you picked up that game or you got it for your birthday or you got it for Christmas or, or whenever you got it, you put it into your Xbox One or your Xbox, or not Xbox One, but the original Xbox um, or your 360, you played that campaign as soon as that game was done installing and there was nothing wrong with it. You know, you had hours and hours and hours of fun. Same thing with the Call of Duties. There was no bugs with it. There, there was no glaring issues with the game mechanics and how the game functioned to where it turned the player off like oh my god i can't even shoot my gun there's a lot of audio uh, bugs too even overwatch has this um that i've experienced this a few times um you know you you die or whatnot and either your audio will just completely cut out until your next death or for the rest of that map and the other day i was playing ed and uh, I was playing as Bastion. You know how Bastion turret sounds? You know, it's like a minigun. Yep. Well, I died, and when I respawned, that audio cue kept playing, and it would not go away until after the map was finished. Oh, yeah, I've had... Yeah, I've, I've and, had... And, 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 and in a game like that where, you know, sound is, is very key, is one of the key elements into that game, um, it really kind of threw off my play style. Um, now, now, some of those bugs... Okay, I can kind of deal with some of these things are going to happen, okay? I'm not going to say every game needs to be 100% perfect, but a lot of these games, such as Anthem, Battlefield 5, um, uh, No Man's Sky when that launched, all these mind-glaring or these glaring bugs and issues with the game was like the game was only in development for like maybe six months and then they released it. You know, that's, that's, that's how the state of the game felt. And for me, it, it, it turned me off. You know, it turned me away from the game. I do not want to play it. Uh, even I don't even I don't even want to watch videos uh, about Battlefield Five or Anthem or whatnot. I see them on YouTube and I just scroll right past it. You know, so that's that's one of my biggest issues, and that's what I really wanted to talk about last week. Do you, Do you think there's a way? Like, I know some. I know a lot of people think, you know, vote vote with your wallet, you know, don't buy the game. Um, do you think that would um, would help? I personally don't think that would help. You know, I'm kind of on the fence do you with think that. that would? I, I think it could help to a point. I don't think it's going to really help 
Because at the end of the day, when you're a fanboy of a certain game, such as I'm a fanboy to um, uh, Borderlands and, and the Battlefields, uh, I may not pre-order it, but I'm still going to pick up the game. Because I'm a huge fan. You know, a fan is going to be a fan for a very, very long time unless... Oh, excuse me. A fan's going to be a fan for a very long time unless something happens traumatically to that player or to that fan enough to where it completely turns them off. And it's like, okay, no, I, you know what? I finally, I finally had my wits end with it. I'm done with it. I personally don't think, you know... The, what, what you said with the whole wallet thing, I don't think that's going to fix it. I think it's going to take a few more things, such as obviously not pre-ordering, but obvi- uh, also don't support the game. You know, And you can do that multiple ways. I, like I just said, don't pre-order it. Don't pick it up right away. And then if there's microtransactions or cosmetic transactions or quotations pay to win, don't pay for them, man. And I know it's hard. Uh, because I, I'm guilty of it, you know. Now some people might say, "Well, if I pre-order, well, not pre-order, but if I pay for microtransactions, that's resources that I'm giving the re- developer. That's resources they can use to fix the game." No. Do you? No. 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 Okay. I that that is the biggest load of of BS that I've ever heard from anybody ever say that. Okay. I'm going to pay microtransactions to give more money to the developer to fix the game. No. If the developer didn't have enough money to, to produce the game that was supposed to be made and release it in a decent, good way without these bugs and anything, then they shouldn't release it at all. Instead, what they're doing is they're robbing you, honestly. They're saying, hey, come pay $62 or $40 or whatever you know, I want from the, for this game. But I don't have, quotations, the money to really fix it. So you guys can help me out by paying more money by in-game cosmetics or microtransactions or pay-to-win content or whatever. Um, And then once we get enough money, then we'll fix your game. Nope. That's not how it works. That's That's like you showing up to work and your boss saying, hey, you know, hey, Ed, I know you worked, you know, 30 hours this week, but... You know, things are a little tight, so I can only pay you for about 15 hours. Um, I, I hope that's okay. But if you work harder and you give me 50 hours this week, I'll be sure that you get paid for the other, you know, 20 hours that I, quotations, couldn't pay you or, or whatever I said. Um, you know, it's not, that's not how the world works, man. That's uh, just, it, it's, it's honestly kind of funny on how, people can just be like, okay, it'll get fixed. And yeah, it probably will. But why? Why pay the money for a game, play it, get frustrated, not play it, and wait for weeks or months or even a year, year and a half before the game is even enjoyable? Destiny 2 for me is a prime example. Um, I mean, there's really no big bugs with Destiny 2, but the content with it and, and everything, it, it just turns me off of it. Shadowkeep, hopefully, kind of turns things back my way. But anyways, that's just how it is, okay? That's how it is. All right, I, I understand. I, I hear, I don't, you know, I, I default for me, because I'm guilty of this, I, I do pre-order. <laughs> Same, yeah, it was, it, was just, uh, it was just like what I was but saying. Only, but only... Only if it's if it's a game that I really want and it's from like I get like I don't tend to pre-order EA games. Yep. Uh, I only did Anthem. Yeah. And I it, it bit me in the butt. Oh, I bit a lot of people. <laughs> um, I tend to order like Bethesda games because they at least well with Fallout seventy six they the records went down but. Besides Fallout 76, I always had a good record. Um, Bungie, well, for the most part, Bungie games, it's not that they have a lot of bugs. It's more of like end, it's more like end game issue or yep, yep. It's, it's a little bit more in depth. But the game overall, when you buy it, um, it's typically, you know, very playable, you know. It's just more of the end game. Problems. It's playable. It um, just lacks a lot of content, in our opinion. Yeah, it it tends to lacks content. 
Um, but the DLCs for the most part are great. It's more of the main game that I've always had that problem. Yeah. And so I don't tend to pre-order for just willy-nilly either. It's only for selective games and selective studios. Yep. But but yeah, I agree with you. You know, don't don't per, don't buy Microsoft actions. Don't pre-order. Um, don't um, don't give also a lot of publicity because any publicity is good publicity, even if it's bad publicity. Because people like are constantly talking about something that's bad, like Anthem. Well, they're just gonna you know. I mean, they're talking shit, but it's still the game is still you know the game is hot still topic, shit. right? I mean, so if it's shit, say it. Don't just keep talking about yeah. it. Because that's more publicity that you're giving to the game. And, um, you know, and more than what the developers deserve. Yeah. So, yeah. And for my, for my, this, this is a whole different topic here, what I'm going to talk about. But last week, uh, you were not here. Um, but Kelvin and I talked about GameStop. Well, no. No, was it that week? No, I think I did talk to you about GameStop, didn't I? Um, I think I did, because this was a couple of weeks ago. It was so a couple of weeks ago, new. yeah. Yeah, so it might have been you, actually, uh, that we talked about Game GameStop and how their stocks have, has fallen and to $5, and I believe now it's less than $5, and you know how they did try to save their uh, company like all the way back in 2013 where they bought a mobile division to try to go into smartphones and the mobile market right. and how that terribly failed so now GameStop is pulling something very um, I would say not so much unique because you will find these sort of stores in your uh, large cities because we I, I have them here um, but they're trying to go and redesign their store right and I don't think this is gonna be for all their stores I think this is more of a selective right selective stores and most likely selective market where they're going to redesign their store and make it a retro store okay and where you can buy retro games and retro retro uh, consoles, and they're also gonna focus like um, the esport side of it. So they're gonna host like competitions and stuff like that, like more on the local level, right? Right. right. So they really didn't go much into detail uh, beyond that. Um, they don't even they didn't even specify where they're gonna, uh, how many stores they're gonna uh, revent. And which cities are gonna do it, right? right? But at least where I live, there, there, there is some retro stores, right? Where you can like buy retro games, right? Like if you want like a Nintendo sixty four or like an Atari twenty six hundred, um, you can go and find it, right? But there's no eSport um, uh, community here where I live on the local level, okay. uh, on any level, period. Uh, uh, now, our university here does have an eSport team, uh, as far as I know. Right. But beyond that, there's nothing like that, right? So I'm very interested if they do open something like this because it will be very similar to when you go to a car shop, right? Because you play um, Magic the Gathering, and I love to play Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yep. So, you know, when you go to the store, not only can you buy packs, but you also meet other players. They host tournaments there, right? And it's a very friendly <coughs> environment, and it can get really packed, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. They host local government uh, governments, local tournaments there, right? And you can pretty much spend an entire day there just playing the card game that you enjoy. And not only do they have like one card tournament, like they'll have like multiple, multiple the same turrets. day. Yeah, like it's, it it's, is it's cra- a, yeah. yeah, they have like brackets and stuff, yep. Yeah, brackets and everything. Yeah, and every day they'll have like either a Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, and then they also have board games and stuff like that. Like it's a very geeky but friendly 
awesome environment. Yep. Right? Yep. So I think that GameStop will be heading more into that direction, right? But more but on the esports side of it, where people can have local tournaments and have like hey with this uh, there's a there's a uh, you know overwatch uh, tournament uh this friday you know come at this gamestop location from you know 7 till 11 you know and people can go and watch and participate blah 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 because you go with like if if you if you for example uh if you have you know if your friends if if where you play like overwatch all your friends live in the same city or within a day's drive, you know, you can meet and go to that GameStop and have a tournament there, you know? Yep. Yeah, so I think, I think this is pretty neat. Yeah, I think that's a really cool aspect. Because, um, I mean, I have a little shop here in my town uh, called Dave Starts and Billiards. And uh, I think every Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, he always hosts Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, Pokemon, uh, games like that and then on the weekends he has tournaments so yeah i i think i think that's cool that gamestop is going to start heading that way um and bring a lot of these communities and a lot of these uh fans of these card games or other games in general together and, and give them a place to play you know giving a place to play exactly i think it will be pretty pretty neat and also it's like it'll be like a retro store where you can buy old games right like playstation 1 2 and nintendo games and stuff like that right. you can buy those at the gamestop right and and i think that may be the only way they might survive right well you know now, I, I think that could be a good idea because <laughs> um i don't know if you remember me talking about it but we have a gamestop here um, but we also have another kind of game place called game doctors and they do a lot of things. They they will fix your consoles. They'll refurbish it or whatnot. But they sell yep, anything from the here. 64 all the way up to current gen. You know. And when you walk in there, yep. they have display cases of certain uh, games for that console or whatnot. And and it's not a small selection. Like it, it's it's a pretty big selection. Oh yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah, we have here. We have several. Like we have like book and music exchange. We have, I think it's a game, uh, I think it's X Factor Games or something like that. Um, there's like a couple locations. And then we also have a uh, Cards and Gaming where not only can you play like card games, but you can also like play like old school games. So you can rent them out and just play there or you can buy. They have current gens, but they also have like old gens, like really old, uh, like 80s. Like your Atari one. I don't know if they have Atari though, but they definitely have up to Nintendo. Right. Um, the first one, uh, Nintendo Entertainment. So, and I, they're doing great because they, and I think this is also something that GameStop may have to do. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do it, but this is like an idea, a free idea. If anybody from GameStop is listening, hey, this is a freebie. But what, uh, card and gaming did is we have a game a, a gaming convention here in Louisville, but it also incorporates um, uh, comic books and like um, TV shows like The Walking Dead and stuff like that. They'll go there, right? So you have gaming, comic books, TV series, and stuff like that, right? So for the gaming portion, uh, card and gaming or card and games, I think they were kind of like one of the sponsors, right? And, you know, they got their name out there. Now, obviously, GameStop, everybody knows GameStop. But if you're going to have a game, a, a store that focuses more on the community there, the local community of the city, it would be a very smart idea if in that city they have a convention, like a Comic-Con or something like that, you can help sponsor that. So you can get... Not your name out, but you can get, you can build that more of a community as well and be more in tune with the community. Because as far as I know, GameStop is not involved in any of the community here in terms of gaming. They don't support my university, right, for the right. esports. They don't support uh, the 
the the the comic con that we that we had you know they don't support any of that i mean as far as i know they're not involved in any of that and i think it would be a very smart idea if they're going to focus more of the local at the local level to you know help an esport team at a university you know have local events support a local comic con or gaming con whatever the hell it's called support that as well be involved in that um, and not be seen as an evil corporation, right? Right, right. And I think they can survive that way. Would they be big? No, they're probably going to have to downsize. They have too many stores, and uh, they're not going to be able to support that. But can they support more of a s smaller size company where they have a couple locations in the cities around the United States? Yeah, they can definitely do that. They can definitely do that. Yeah, I, I think they can survive. I think it's definitely manageable to do that, and I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. So I think, yeah, I, I I think it's the only way that they can probably um, um, survive <laughs> this twenty uh, first century uh, first world country right. uh, problems. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. So the next thing is. Something that uh, we both did this week, Cody. And let me tell you, I was very excited to head back into Destiny 1. Oh, but yes. when I Yeah, but when I started playing, I quickly realized, well, my skills are not where it used to be. And uh, let's just say I was a little bit embarrassed. Well, <laughs> I, think the, I think the reason of that is, is multiple key factors. Um, well, first of all, we've been playing like I haven't played Destiny. Well, yeah, we haven't <laughs> been. We haven't we haven't played Destiny one in, in oh, man. so long. It's I think over a year. <laughs> right, but and then another thing is we've been playing really fast paced shooters on the PC. Um, you know, Destiny two. Yeah, uh, Overwatch. Destiny two and Overwatch and all the shooters uh, that I've played. Right. Um, um, that are at minimum 60 frames. 60 frames. And, then, and for a lot of people and a lot of gamers out there that have never experienced, and, and I'm guilty of this too, because I said the same thing. It is a different world in a different community as well, but it is a different world going from 30 frames a second to 60 frames a second and staying on 60 frames a second for well, going on almost yeah three over three years now for me um i think so yeah uh i think it's been like two and a half because and you half. and i bought bought our our pc like in spring of 2017 2017 okay so it's like almost two and a half so years almost now. two and a half right years constant there. and then hopping uh over onto the playstation and going down to that 30 frames it's not oh, smooth man. um Oof. and it and from and, and, and here's the big thing for me is when with my mouse, you know, if I want to move quickly to the right, you know, I move my mouse and, and I know that movement mm -hmm. speed. I, I, I know how far to move my mouse. I know where I need to move it, how to move it, you know, yada, yada, whatever. Now, when I get on the PlayStation, you know, you have joysticks. But my mind and my brain is so, you know, attached to my mouse already. To, to my mouse and, key yeah, to mouse that, and keyboard that I have to retrain myself <laughs> to go back to the controller and the, the slow speed of that controller. Um, and, and, I, and I even I turned my sensitivity up to eight and I still feel very, very and you slow. still felt very low. Yeah. Let me let me let me give let me give the listeners an overview of how it went down. Yes. Cody and I got on. Right. And it's like, OK, to warm up. Let's do a strike. Yeah, it went fairly, fairly well. I mean, it could have gone better. It could have gone better. But then we're like, you know, let's do another one. A little bit of an improvement. Perfect. And then we say, I think we're ready for a nightfall. Well, let's just say I was like, Cody, I'm shooting crooked. <laughs> I'm missing my shots yep. here. I'm shooting crooked. And Cody is like, same here, man. I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? You know, and then I would, instead of anticipating a move that the ass would do or something, I would just be reactive and just, I kept like hopping around like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> over and over because I just felt like, like you said, so slow. Very slow. Playing with a controller and at 30 frames, my mind was 
like my mind was two steps like, ahead. I was just about to and say I'm, that. And I'm trying to catch up here, trying to be like, okay, this is what I need to do now. <laughs> well, and and and, it kinda, and my mind's like, you should be over there already. Right, okay. and that's why I talked about the mouse and keyboard because that's how fast paced that it is, you know, on mouse and keyboard. Whereas the controller, you're a little bit behind. But no, same thing. I mean, even. Even the controller, I, I, I've already started forgetting certain buttons for, you know, we were doing Vault of Glass. I was running the Relic, and I forgot how to shield. And I'm sitting over here, and I'm trying to figure out how to shield. Well, I accidentally used the super energy, which is not good <laughs> yeah. because that's another 30 seconds that everyone is getting bombarded by ads, dying, trying to stay alive because, I, you know, I messed up by trying to shield but shot my super. Or I shot the Super Ball into the shield of Atheon, and I either hit the wall or I, I completely whiffed it or, or whatever. Oh, not no! You were not shooting the shield at Atheon. You were shooting at the gatekeeper. Or gate. Or not Atheon. Um, yeah. Uh, the Templar. The Templar, yeah. And I was even wrong. Holy shit! The Templar, yeah. So, yeah. I mean. It was it was an interesting experience going back into a game like we were for those of you who don't know like we play Destiny extensively between Cody and I we have over four thousand hours in Destiny one like that's how much we play and a platinum trophy on PlayStation yeah we platinum this damn shit we did hundreds and hundreds of raids we will carry people shit we will four men shit I know some people have one man or two men or three men I'm not that good but still we could find men four men a lot of raids carry new uh, uh new new players that didn't know uh anything that they were way under level where we just tell them just you two sit back there don't worry we'll do this our own you know we could we could do amazing things right and going back into this game and we're like uh, I don't know what to do. I, 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 I'm dying here. I can't, you know, help me. I'm dying. I'm going to die, you know, right. and just, just struggle just to just play the game. It's really humbling, but also like, wow, you know, like, man, it is, it is, it is, it kind of like when life hits you in the face, you know, to, so sort of thing. Just destiny was like, boom, here you go. Right. You know, try to try to get your uh, try to be try to be as good as you were when you were playing this game nonstop every day. Right. You know. But overall, we had fun. We did complete the raid. Yay! It took us very a long three time, hours. but we still completed it. Like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but on the offense, we did have somebody that was way on the level, you know, and then we had to spend an hour trying to find somebody. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. So, but we did complete the game. I mean, not the game, the raid. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was excited when we, when we beat it. It, you know? it was nice. It just, I was starting to get like, a little frustrated you know? towards the end. I was starting to get tired. I was like, ah, I just want this to be done, honestly. Um, so I can go to bed or I can go and play yeah. Overwatch yeah. on the PC. <laughs> but tonight, um, once we're done, we're doing here, King's Fall. Yeah, yeah. Once we're done here, we're going to go do a King's Fall. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, and Paul, and maybe Wrath, depending how fast King's Fall goes. Right. Maybe Wrath. Cause King, I love Wrath King's of the Machine, Fall, so. Vault of Glass and Wrath of the Machines. The best raids and the best content in any game ever to do. I mean, it, it is so fun to go with in teammates. There. Yes, to to go in and and just just completely annihilate or annihilate uh, Oryx, a boss, or kill mm. Axis or kill Atheon. You know, it's fun. It's super fun. For it's me. fun. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So, speaking of Overwatch, Cody, I I heard a little birdie the other day told me that. Uh, they might be a new hero. Yes. Would you happen to know more about that? Yes. So a lot of things have been happening in Overwatch this past week. Um, a two-two-two has been implemented, mm-hmm. although I haven't seen it. Is it still like in his beta phase, or is it just roll out already? No. So the two-two-two should be implemented in competitive, but when I went into competitive, that wasn't the case. Um, okay. For some reason, uh, there, there's there's just a bunch of news about Overwatch. Um, 
But like certain abilities on like uh, a support hero, Brigida, she's supposed to have now three heal packs and she only has one for me. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but, but anyways, um, a new hero has been being teased for quite some time and it's going to be a new tank and nobody knows what he is besides his name. And his name is, uh, what, what did I tell you his name was Mac Magnus? Uh, I don't know. I, I think, think it's Magnus. Yeah, Mag I, I think it's Magnus. Yeah. I'll look it up here in a second. But it's supposed to be a new tank, which is desperately needed as there's only, I think, five or six tanks. And, like... Yeah, tanks are the least amount... Like, there's a lot of damage and fairly uh, amount of medics. But in terms of tanks, they're, they're, not, they're not a whole lot. Right. Um, I'm looking this up real quick, but... While I'm doing that, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about it and what people are are thinking that it's going to be, uh, mm -hmm. or, or what what he's going to be. And from what I've heard from a lot of uh, uh, Overwatch stuff or whatnot, um, Yeah, I can't find his name. This is gonna make make me so mad now. <laughs> it's gonna make you mad. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to do like two things at once, and I can't thing. multitask very well. But no, he's he's supposed to have two miniguns for arms. Um, from what people are, are spectating from the lore of the of the game, which I think is pretty cool. Sigma. I think so too. Sigma is his. Sigma. Sigma is his name. Sigma. All right. Sounds like a female name. Um, no, there's actually. Um, uh, like player art or whatnot of his face, uh -huh. and he looks like an evil scientist. Like an evil scientist. Yeah, he's got like uh, what's the character from The Lion King that has the scar across his face? Scar. Scar. His scar. Scar. <laughs> yeah. So he's got he's got like a scar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's got a scar. He's got like you know just like an evil look on his face. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, what, what, about, what about I'm you? I'm pretty excited as well. It, it's nice. It's nice to have a new a new character. And talking about Scar, I'm excited because I'm gonna go watch The Lion King tomorrow. Yeah, that's my favorite. As a kid, as a kid, that was my favorite movie. Not gonna lie, I loved it. So seeing that it's live action now, ooh, I'm just excited. You know, because it's it's almost like a dream come true because. Obviously, I loved it as a kid, right? And my friends and I, like, we would... I was a very weird kid because uh, I would love to, like, act out right. movies that I have seen. Right. Right? So, whenever they would put... And I grew up in Cuba, so it's a little different. Uh, like, Sunday mornings, like, very similar to here where you have your Saturday morning cartoons. Uh -huh. Well, in Cuba, you have Sunday morning cartoons from, like... 8 in the morning or, yeah, I think 8 to, like, noon, it will be all cartoons. So you have, like, an hour and a half or so of just short cartoons and stuff like that. And then a Disney movie or just a regular movie. Most of the time it was a Disney movie. Right. But you had a cartoon movie, right? And when they would put The Lion King, right, uh, after fin after watching it, I w my friends and I would just act out the movie, you know. So... Well, I mean, I, I, I used to do that with uh, with Ant, the Ant movie. Oh, Ants! Ants, like, yeah, Ants, yeah. But but anyways, That's a good movie. anyways, what, what what are you excited about for it? Like, um... and besides the Lion King, I'm also very excited that Wolfenstein Young Blood will be coming out July 26. So this upcoming Friday, under a week, under a week, and here's the beauty. You and I can play together because you don't have to buy the game. As long as somebody buys the game, two friends can play together. Really? As long as some, you know, yes. As long I have to play with you. You cannot play by yourself, right. but you and I can play together. And I'm, I'm hoping that you play with me. Okay. Is this on the <laughs> PS4 or PC? Both. It, uh, well, uh, this will be for all consoles, as far as I know. PS4, Xbox, and. Um, Maybe even the Switch, because it is being released on the Switch and PC. So I'm getting it for PC and PS4. Um, so as far as I know, 
you can invite your friend and play. As far as I know. Right. And so, and, and how, how do you know how that works? No, I have no idea. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> so, we'll have to figure that out when it comes. I mean, I can't I can't think to be very complicated. If I send somebody an invite, right? They can just join even if they don't have the game. You might have to get a code or something that I like I get a code and I'll give you the code or something, but Right. It shouldn't be too hard. I would I would think. I'd hope right? so. One would hope, you know. One would hope, you know. So those those two are the are the things that I'm excited about. You know, Lion King, I can't wait to go see it. And uh Young Blood, Wolfenstein Young Blood, uh coming out in less than a week. And um looking forward to play it. I have been playing Judgment uh on the PS4. I have a few hours on that. Okay. Um Um uh, I'll talk about it. Uh, uh more when I when I continue to play it because five hours in is a very story heavy um, game so so far it's just the beginning of of the of the story um, so that's that's the game that I'm going to continue to play until Wolfenstein well I'll be playing both because you know I can't wait for Wolfenstein so right. <laughs> so I'll go over more on Judgment once I continue to 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 play it. Yeah, more. Yeah, I'm excited so. to hear your review about that. My review? Well, I don't know. Do a review? I mean, my impression. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna to talk about it. Yeah, I'm gonna, potato, I'm gonna keep potato. playing it. Potato, potato. I'm gonna keep playing it. But to be honest, uh, as soon as Young Wolfenstein Young John Blood comes out, I'm gonna be playing that and finishing that. So oh, yeah, before yeah. I finish Judgment, because oh, yeah, I mean, Judgment is like a 30 plus hour game, and I'm only five hours in. So, <laughs> well. Like yeah. I said, potato, potato. I'll be looking forward to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be coming here. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Well, is there is there anything else? I, I think we covered everything. Anything else? Yeah, I think we cover anything, everything. Um, so until next time. Also, um, Wednesday. Don't forget, we are do Wednesday. We are doing Stranger Things. The uh, first episode dropped last week on Wednesday. And uh, this upcoming Wednesday, we're going to be going over uh, Chapter 2, uh, More Rats. So stay in the lookout for that. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at Game, uh, Game Talk Podcast. Yep. Uh, also on Twitter, Game Talk 19. We're very active on Twitter. So if you have, that's the best way to contact, yes. to be honest. Because we do have an email address, gametalkpodcast19 gametalk at gmail.com. Yep. But if you really want a quick response uh, or if you want to drop us a feedback, definitely go to Twitter, uh, gametalk19. Uh, I'm constantly on Twitter, uh, you know, promoting our, our podcast and, and talking to, to the followers there, uh, giving them news and updates on what we're doing. Um, so definitely hit us up on, on Twitter. Um, anything else Cody no no that's uh, just stay tuned for next week um, alright guys it's been a pleasure and um, y'all have a good one see you guys <laughs>